Solo. Marco. Polo. I meant to mute your microphone. <laughs> hey everyone, welcome back to Spooled, the podcast from your favorite Northern Michigan fly shop, The Northern Angler. I'm your host today, Matt Hartman, joined by the boss man, Mr. Brian Pitzer. How, how's it going, everyone? And our good friend, uh, Rich Hahn from Squala. Good to be here, boys. Hey, Rich. So glad to have you here. Yeah. It's, studio. It's cool to have guests once in a while, it isn't is it? super fun. And that we're not trying to talk to you on the phone with a broken line it must in it person. must have something to do with being summer in northern michigan it's oh, easier it's, to get people here it's been a great summer here in northern michigan that's why we put up with the winters that's right that's right and we just gotta carve out enough time to to enjoy it Absolutely. get to the beach you know dodge some crowds go to a festival maybe a few concerts that kind of thing right yeah i've been trying to do all of the above um yeah. so rich is here he was uh out on Beaver Island last week, um, chasing some carp, smallmouth, some warm water stuff, and uh, give us a report from that. Well, that was an that was an amazing trip. So I've been wanting to go on this trip for a really long time. I'm over in Montana, so I don't get this part of the world very often. But I wanted to. I've stalked this trip for a while and got the phone call from a buddy, Cam Mortensen, over at Fiberglass Manifesto, and he said, "Hey, I got a slot. Do you want to go over to Beaver Island?" I was like, "I'm in. Let's go." So completely new fishery to me and uh, such an impressive place to both be and fish. I think the town's amazing. The whole vibe's amazing. The carp fishing on the best weather days we had was great. Uh, Smallmouth were everywhere. Um, we had some tough weather, but that's fishing trips and that's just what happens. But what an awesome, awesome place. So psyched to, that I got to take it in. Those guys do such a great job up there with that. Uh, yeah, that, that whole fishery is pretty amazing. I mean, what a cool experience to, you're not just doing a unique thing in the Great Lakes, but you're in a super unique location. Beaver Island's not big. I mean, it's a, it's a very small little isolated, kind of a cool, unique area of Michigan that you can't find a lot of other oh, places. Oh, it definitely is. So, Rich, when you were up on uh, Beaver Island, did you go boogling? Did go boogling. Um I called it busking for a while because I ah, thought it was... Were you playing guitar somewhere? Uh, no, I was not playing guitar. Thank God. Um, yes, we did go boogling, and uh, it's a quite an experience. We did it. We had a day off. We were weathered out, and we packed up the car with some of our favorite beverages and drove the entire perimeter of the island and just checked stuff out and waved everybody you can because that's the world up there and just sort of enjoyed what a cool, quirky little place that is. But boogling's a good way to see it. You get all the local knowledge. Everybody knows everybody. It Everybody, seems like a friendly dude, place. It's so friendly. Right? Like you can, everyone's pretty much approachable there, right? Everybody is. Everybody yeah. talks, everybody says hi. You acknowledge everybody that walks past you or drives past you. It's, it's a pretty special community they've built up there. I mean, it's been around for a really long time. But uh, the people are just amazing and they're so friendly and so appreciative you're there. And so, like, court, you know, yeah. they're querying you about what you're up to in your life and they're good folks. That's fantastic. Do you want to explain boogling, Brian? Well, I've, I've <laughs> never really done it, so this is one of the things I've never yeah. been to Beaver Island, and I'm I've heard about boogling, but I've I've never done it. So I'm maybe Rich should uh, explain. I've 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 heard about this. I, I'm not up on the know about oh. Google. Yeah, I'd say basically I know it's about a, Google bugs. That's yeah, about it. Right. Yeah. yeah, it's a good one. As we, uh, it's a good way to take in the island. So it's basically load up your 
favorite car with a cooler full of your favorite beverage and just coors around and drive for a couple hours and check all the stuff out check out on the inland lakes check out all the rad points and beaches and stuff and just sort of and see the big rock i don't know do you see oh, the big, you know the big rock tbr yeah. uh, on that island is pretty amazing it's very large tbr i don't know if it's big enough to get a designation of the big rock but it's still impressive and uh, a lot, of, a lot of other cool stuff on that on that island. Hmm. Doing the boogling tour, yes, yeah. fantastic. I'm, I'm looking forward to. We trying might have to that pencil that in. Yeah. I would pencil it in for sure. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Bugle oh. trip. <laughs> <laughs> Bugle trip. I All right. Bugle so trip. you found some carp. You found some smallmouth. It sounds like you had some happy fish today. Yesterday. To, today we had really yesterday. happy fish. Today. So it was that was really good to see. Weather stabilized. Uh, the fish were in shallower water. It was great. Um, we were able to get into a few of them and the, but the fish were just curious and tracking and, and, you know, we had a lot of hard, hard light days and weird, weird conditions days. And those days the fish are just a little bit more unsettled, which we all know in most fisheries, that's the case. So it was, it was good to have a day where everything just mellowed out and just kind of set up for us today, which was nice. The last day, you know? Yeah. Right. Finish on a strong note. That's good. So Rich is from Squalo. Mm-hmm. So Rich uh, is from Bozeman. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we're here to talk about what he has going out there with Squalo, one of our favorite brands that we just picked up this year and uh, is doing really well at, here at the shop. And uh, so Rich, tell us about yourself. So uh, I've been in the uh, outdoor industry probably the last, I don't know, 20 23 years or 25 years actually i was a fishing guide back in the 90s i guess back in those days which is almost a lot longer than that jeez right long time ago but anyways um in and out of the fishing world and jumped on with uh squala about a couple years ago as this kind of an advisor or someone to check you know check in with a team that was starting it and uh pretty soon i just became a, a more active member of the kind of team there and then they're like let's just bring you on board and, and do this whole thing and which was pretty exciting. I mean, I had a, a really good gig in my other uh, my other job, and but I knew this opportunity was going to be so great and so fun that I just had to jump on it. So I've been there since October, and as you guys know, we've only been around since last March. So um, and it's been super exciting ride, and and what a awesome journey to do a startup in the fly fishing industry. Oh, I can't even imagine. You guys picked a great time. I think post COVID, a scary time to do it, but. Uh, Boy, the product's been super well received. I know we love it. We used it in Cuba. We use it all the time. I have some prototype products that I'm really excited about um, that that we've been looking at. So yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, no, it's been a great it's been a great journey, and we're having a great time. And the the anglers are really taking to it, which is awesome. And I think you see it. We were here a week ago um, doing an event here at the shop, and yeah. just to see people talking about the brand and acknowledging the brand and understanding the brand and all that stuff super super powerful in a short amount of time and in and, and, oh, a large part because of awesome retailers like you guys jumping on board so i appreciate that oh no thank you no we were excited to have another another brand to offer our customers you know diversify it a little bit you know everyone does something a little bit different um and we're going to talk a little bit more about squala but mm-hmm. first I have a very important question for everyone. Okay. Because it's fun to have a little a little fun, friendly debate. Yes. Need you choose. We had a conversation earlier that led to this. This isn't totally organic. But choose your favorite 90s fitness icon. Ooh, 90s fitness I mean, icon? 90, I mean, 80s is too easy, I feel like. 
Yeah, because 80s Jane Fonda. Or yeah, yeah Jane Fonda or Richard Simmons, yeah. right? Yeah, two Simmons options. Tied. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's probably a tie. Probably a tie. Yeah, maybe Jane that's Fonda. maybe that's fitness the icons in the 90s. Well, you got Billy Blanks. Well, that's what... Tybo. Uh, yeah. Tybo. Yeah, that might yeah. be my choice. Yeah. Um, He's who's the, the, uh, the guy we were talking about? The Tony... Uh, Tony Robbins? No. He's <laughs> a motivation. Tony Robbins. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's not Tony Robbins. Not pretty, pretty sure, sure it's not. Uh, Tony Gazelle. The Gazelle. Tony the Gazelle, Gazelle guy. The Gazelle um, guy. No, who did P90X? Was that in the 90s? That's probably that 2000. That was in the 90s. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I can't yeah. remember that guy's yeah. name. I don't know, but when I when I did that video, I could just like want to punch him. <laughs> I think that's the idea. The core workout. <laughs> that's the idea, actually. Yeah, that's it, exactly yeah. right. Yeah, I would get angry. I always thought Tybo was good because we got to do like punches and stuff like that. Hmm. It's very active. Yeah. It's yeah. Very active. What about? I don't know if it's still going. Is it still going? Uh, People are still doing Tybo? I mean, I don't No, they do the bike thing. What's the bike thing? Oh, the Peloton? Yeah. Peloton like Brian. He does yeah. it. Yeah. He does that. Yeah, I have a Peloton. It's drying out my uh, comforter right now. Is it? Yeah. yeah. It's really good. It's to a multifunctional. It's multifunctional. It's a multifunctional. <laughs> <laughs> you can hang exercise. so many things off of that when you're not using it. Your <laughs> waders and your boots and stuff. Just you know, rack. that is a great idea for an old Peloton. It's just oh, yeah. just uh, dry out your uh, your fishing gear on that. Yeah. <laughs> I like to sit back on the seat sometimes and just watch videos on the pad. <laughs> pedal a little bit. Just pedal a little bit. Yeah, just pedal it's a little bit. It's got a good bit. screen, you know. Yeah, it's, it's really and the sound of headphones sometimes it is sharp. It's sharp. It's just like a just own yeah. watching things movie theater yep. on it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> hey, don't oh, make fun of my work. I really enjoy where this went. <laughs> this <laughs> made me happy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> And uh, back to our regularly <laughs> scheduled programming. Rich, what, so for those out there who are listening, who maybe haven't felt the squalor thing, haven't heard about it, maybe have seen just an ad in the Drake or something like that, how would you explain to people what squalor is and why it is, you know, why it, there was a need for it? I think there, yeah, that's a, that's a great question. Matt, uh, I think the need for it was a little bit about maybe this industry needing a little bit of jolt, maybe a little bit of innovation, maybe a little bit of a different perspective. Um, I think CS sameness is something that you hear, and I don't know if that's exactly true because I'm looking at your shop now. It doesn't feel exactly like that, but there hasn't been a lot of things new, fresh, different takes on fly fishing apparel in a long time. So Squall comes out and we're dedicated just to the fly fishing world. We're not in others. So this isn't like a ha hobby of what we do. This is only thing what we do. We make it for fly anglers and we just wanted to make what we think are the best pieces of apparel in every category that we can. So we have a limited lineup, but it's all super, super rad, super amazing designs, amazing textiles. And we just walked through the shop here in Northern Angler, you know, go hand feeling some garments and stuff. And you can really tell differences and I think all of us being obsessed with this, making the best fly fishing apparel that we can imagine because we've all been out there so many days, so many days of fishing in our company. There's only four of us. And it's just awesome to have the opportunity to say, what, what, if you can make something the best, what would you do? Let's not talk about price. Let's talk about anything else. Let's talk about the best. And as it turns out, we think we can, we think we have the best insulation sunwear and all these things just out of the gate in 15 months, which is pretty fun. Yeah. And, but, We've got obviously a long, a long way to go, but we think 
that every one of our products has a story. And if we can tell that story, there's little aha moments, all those little things that go on when you put on a piece of skull and you, you, uh, I was just with Kevin Morlock up in Beaver Island. He's like the best sun hoodie I've ever worn day one. Like I spend 200 days a year in sun hoodies. And so little things like those testaments are what, what keeps us jazzed every day and just trying to keep pushing forward on making the best fly fishing gear in the world. Yeah. I've been super impressed with it. Last fall I wore basically everything, um, that was cold weather the entire fall. And I can't remember staying dry that the, from the puffy to like the RS jacket. I mean, absolutely. I stayed dry and we had some torrential downpour days. I'm getting older. I get grumpier when I get mm -hmm. wet. My yeah. clients are, are like, are you ready to go in yet? I'm like, no. Like, are you guys wet? Oh, I'm sorry. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, they normally wait for me to call, like yeah. to call a day. And I was not even thinking about the time. Cause I'm like, man, I was just actually reveling in how comfortable I was right. in the, in the product with the, the, you know, movement that you have in these fabrics and and how they hang they just they look great they feel great we use them in cuba um you know i've been wearing the pants the shorts the sun hoodies um all the stuff it's it's amazing yeah i think that's that's been our goal so our goal is everything has a point for being it's not just a shirt to be assured and fill out the line or a this to, to fill out this line it's everything has to have a reason for being because if it doesn't have if it's not really solving angler issues on the water and helping propel their day like you were just talking about being comfortable in a place that's cold and nasty um our job is to make sure that you're just focusing on what you want to do and that's focused on just fishing right right and get out of the way and just move with people and and work with them and how you move as an angler then we've done our job and that's what we are obsessed about every day of, of doing and providing and so you know, our goal is to keep doing this and, and, and see where this goes and have a great time with it and build an important brand in the fly fishing phase, I think, and, and try to differentiate ourselves. That's fantastic. I think that personality really comes through when I tell people in the shop, this is it. This is 95% of their line right here because there's not any fluff. Right. It's, it's, mm -hmm. it's fun to tell our customers about your products because there's like you said everything is a story i mean how many times do we grab grab a fusion 3-2 puffy and pour water all over it and that's have amazing. everyone cool say whoa you know that that's so cool. that's different mm -hmm. um and it's it's also great for shops we can carry your whole line and not worry about you know oh is this just you know something with your logo slapped on it no each piece feels engineered mm -hmm. The wool pieces yeah, are the wool amazing. Pieces are yeah. Oh my god! I mean, every piece is just fantastic. It's you can tell there's a lot of field work that's been done with it. Even looking at the seams on where the they fall on the waders and how they fit and how comfortable they are, it's it's absolutely amazing. I, I mean, I'm I, I'm I've been impressed. You know, having been a rep for other lines mm -hmm. and and uh, no, it, it's great stuff. We're super happy to have it here. Yeah. How long? I'm curious because. You know, you have to have a minimum amount of things to to finally launch the brand. How long would you say buildup was for this? I mean, I'm sure this has been in, you know, the developers, anglers' minds for a while. Hey, I wish we could make this better. But I'm always curious for something like that. What's the what's the buildup? The buildup was roughly about two years, right? So it's just fast. I mean, it's realistically, pretty it's pretty fast because 
you gotta remember a product a product life cycle or a product development cycle rather is basically two years, right? So from brief of like this is what I'm thinking about doing in a written document, all the way to getting it to the customer and to you guys is about two years, right? For most outdoor brands. And when Kevin Sloan, or CEO and founder, um, came to me and talked to me in early March, right before COVID of 2020, and he told me uh, what was going on. I was like, wow, this is exciting, super exciting. This is awesome. I'd love to help out however I can. And he, I said, when are you going to launch? And he goes, March 1, 2022. And I'm like, no, no you're not. Wow. No, you're yeah. not. I was like, no, you're not. You're crazy. And they launched March 1, 2022 on the dot, wow. which was, which was impressive. And I was a little bit of just an advisor at that point. So it's nothing to do to my work, but it was amazing to see that team do it in that short of time. And also to come out with you know, products. And I mean, our first waiter won the best waiter of the year from Fly Fisherman magazine. I mean, like that's, that's not impressive. Ross Pernell doesn't yeah. just give away those awards. He's a freaking, you know, bad, ang awesome angler and just great dude. Yeah. You can and say badass. I was yeah, going to say badass. badass. Can I cuss, curse yeah, on this? Oh, I was, yeah. I was yeah. stumbling there. If it's real bad, I'll bleep it. If it's really bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyways, we, you know, we, we truncated everything. We focused on where we wanted to be. We wanted to make core product lines, installations, and, and outerwear, and outerwear to West jackets and waders, and, and some amazing sun shirts, and just say, that's it, and we're done. And that's 11 styles, and come to the market with that. So folks like you can buy into it much easier. Consumers can understand it better, and people can just understand what we're doing and, and not such a in, a, in a micro way, and not just this macro line. Yeah. Plus, you're doing one thing uh, all small fly shops shamelessly love is relying on us yes right. to to build your product yeah. up you know the awareness and mm -hmm. yep. we love doing that that's why we we love working with you know, you know companies so, like that so many times we feel like we're competing against our brands you know that sell direct to our consumers and you know rich we've been around in this industry mm -hmm. for a long time yep. and that was never the case mm -hmm. right and then now it's all, the exception mm -hmm. and you know, you and Echo and other companies that are just like dealer focused, it make, it's a big deal. It's a big deal to us. And, um, you know, we really appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, one of our, the things we wanted to do from the get go, and we actually accelerated halfway through our first year was find the best fly shops in the U.S. and see if they want to partner with us. And also give them space. So we don't need to have, you know, we have two fly shops in your great state of Michigan here and one Schultz down down state yeah, and you guys shop. up we here and it's guys. like yeah I mean there and yeah. it's like that's cool there's Michigan that's awesome and yeah. for us that is way easier to have these more personal relationships with with sure. the, with the with the retailers and so you don't have you're not managing a million relationships you're managing you know what do we have 23 doors right now 23 relationships right now yeah. that's I can do that Absolutely. I can do that on the weekend so let we wanted to make sure you guys felt special and that you could then invest in us and we can invest in you back. Yeah, we yeah. love it. Pretty it's simple. A great relationship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Make it easy. Yeah. All right. Here's. Uh oh. No, none of these are too, too hard hitting. But where is fly fishing and the industry going? Would you say? Oh. You know, well, That's I mean, well, um, there's two parters. Sure. Where are you going? Where's Squala going? Yep. What's next? Yep. And what do you see as, you know, the future for the next five years for the industry and the sport? And because I assume that your vision would be parallel. 
you know, you know what Squall is doing because what they see is coming. Inter- interesting question. So um, I think where Squall is going is we have a roadmap of products that's going to continue to push, I, we think, push the barrier in, in, on all of those categories and working with some amazing fabrics and some amazing designs and just some really cool product coming up. So that's going to be out there. We'll add a few more doors as we trickle through the next couple of years. Um, we'll solidify that retailer base and then we'll just continue to plow forward with the best gear we can. And we're really excited about a lot of things we have in the hopper right now. And I think you guys will be excited and, and, and anglers we, out there. We've already seen we things some of the stuff that, that some we're of the very excited about. Very yeah. exciting yeah. to you guys. Unbelievably yes. exciting. Yes. Yep. yep. But the but how the, where the industry is going is an interesting part because I think we likely could see some more consolidation. I think that's kind of been the probably the buzzword of the last five years. Whether yep. it's smaller brands, whether it's these kind of fly fishing oriented holding companies, or you know what it is. So I think you're likely maybe to see more of that. I don't know of any sure. like targets out there or anything, but I bet you there's one that'll be surprising and a bunch of them that. We'll just say, oh, okay, that's fine. Yeah. Um, Not that that's bad necessarily. No, We've seen some good management yeah. from some of these groups. Yeah. We really have. Yes. So, but it, it's always a different dynamic. But you know, 15 years ago, you, you didn't see any. No. There was no one buying anybody. I mean, this was not a vibrant. People weren't investing, which is no. awesome for us. Well, scienti- scientific anglers was buying everybody, and then they'd there shut them go. down. Then right? they'd shut they'd, them down. They'd, yep. they'd buy JW Outfitters, mm-hmm. which they had so many cutting-edge products, yes. right? And then, But why would you buy that if you're a 3M company? I mean, right. And then they bought Charlton Reels. Yes. Right? Oh, I mean, man, those were amazing. Uh, they were amazing, Amazing Reels. I, I forgot I, about I wouldn't that. even tell you what I paid on sample. Like they were 200 bucks, yeah. you know? Yeah. I should have bought should 55 buy, of them. Of them. <laughs> <laughs> that could have been my stock savings. There you go. There's your retirement <laughs> plan. Charlton Reels retirement right. plan. Mm. Mm. Uh, but I mean, you know, but that's what you would see. You'd see, you know, them come in and keep it for a year. Yep. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you just ruined this awesome brand. Yes. That's a bummer. Oh, yeah. Shut it down. So I don't know. I think that's that's an interesting thing to look after. And then... Uh, I think participation will continue to probably inch up, I would guess. I think, I don't know if we saw more this year versus last. Probably, obviously, 21 was probably the high, maybe. Um, But I think participation data looks pretty promising, and I think that's going to be a healthy industry. It's just hopefully my biggest worry is, you know, things like back home when we're talking about, you know, the brown trout and rainbow trout populations on the big hole, the Jefferson, the Ruby. Um, and the Beaverhead, like those are all rivers that are really important to us in Southwest Montana. And like, those are the things that worry me the most are sort of the environmental issues, the things that quote unquote, I can't control because I can do my part, but I can't necessarily make there uh, be more fish in the big hole. So those, those are the things that worry me a little bit about the participation levels, enthusiasm levels. So if we can stave those off, I think, I think we're looking good. Yeah. I, I I think, uh, we're starting to see younger people that uh, yeah i i, th- I think you're shop. right about the peak yeah quite honestly yeah. i although i think certain segments are continuing to grow that's mm-hmm. what i'm seeing at yeah. least through the shop but not necessarily i think we've we've plateaued at at this point we've mm-hmm. pumped the brakes for overall new anglers coming in i think and some segments we're really excited about that we're going to talk you know more about later yeah. you know later on other episodes but I've seen some really good consistency and, you know, sustained excitement out of new anglers, which is just, I mean, it's so tough as, especially in Michigan, as a new angler, 
to put your expectations out there and go trout fishing and just, oh man, it's, that's why we tell people all the time, you know, if, if you go out and fish and you don't catch anything, are you going to just keep doing it? Right. And most mm. people are like, eh, it doesn't sound that Probably great, not. you know? And, and because of that, people have been more willing, I think, to open up the doors to bass, to bluegill, to pike, to muskie, to the diversity of the Midwest. And that's what's why we're still excited about our fisheries because people are willing to we have a completely see totally you know different things you know take it take a chance can you catch salmon steelhead trout bass pike muskie bluegill everything right Mm -hmm. within carp yeah carp sturgeon i mean crazy things happen crazy things within 35 miles from here and a hundred mile radius from here yep unreal mm-hmm. the fisheries that we have mm-hmm. we're super blessed with that uh rich so you've you've kind of finished your your michigan tour you're yeah. flying out tomorrow flying out tomorrow it sounds like tour. you have some a few different midwest stops along the way it sounds like minneapolis and yeah then going back to minneapolis and going up to a few hours north of there to spend a few days with my wife and her family for fourth of july and then come nice. back to minneapolis and do an event at bob mitchell's with those great people who have been a uh, dealer just like you guys came on yeah. about the same time and there are awesome awesome folks do some fishing for some smallies i presume with some friends of mine down there and um i love going to the cities it's a cool place and a bunch of really fishy people that live there and just uh it, it's going to be a fun couple of days and then i fly back home after two and a half weeks in the midwest my longest Man. trip ever wow. to the midwest <laughs> i mean it's longer than you guys almost. right no. yeah yeah it's a long time it's a chunk of our season yeah back to summer montana. season yeah yeah back to summer in montana yeah but things Perfect. should just be getting going they'll for just you be right getting going yeah they'll be fishing i think everything's been fishing pretty well for at least a handful of days in around bozeman area certainly better towards southwest dillon and and, and uh missoula and all that because they're they're way ahead of us, but yeah, we'll we'll be getting we'll be swinging by the time we get back. You have a lot of snowpack this year. We right? had a lot of snowpack. Thanks. So hopefully, and it didn't. It was pretty cool spring, so it didn't necessarily blow out too early, um, as far as I'm reading it. But I haven't been there in a couple weeks, so I've been here. All Midwest. right, good problems. Mo- we're good glad problems to have. Here. Yeah, we're glad you're hanging out with us. <laughs> the winters aren't that bad. Oh. Everybody thinks the winters are bad. They're terrible. Terrible. <laughs> they, wouldn't, they wouldn't shock me probably yeah, yeah. No. brian's like stay away stay we don't away. need housing to go up and yeah. <laughs> right. oh, my oh my gosh yeah if anybody's bored look at our housing market right Ooh. but it's a whole thing but it's beautiful here i mean the sun's I mean, out we finally have had a clear day yeah we've we had, had the smoke, smoke from, from the canadian yeah my gosh. do you guys see the volleyball tournament down on the lake has been has been jamming too it's been, rocking. Yes. It's been really yeah that's really where fun. rich is had just after this yeah right. probably He's yeah, been working on the spike. This is our Cherry Fest week, so we have <laughs> we had a Thunderbird show today, an air show. Uh, it's happening. Know, downtown Traverse City is just blown yeah. up right now. But, you know, it, it's a different feel this year than it has been in, in past years. Yes. People are much more polite this year, oh, that's it seems good. like. Um, you know, like I was walked next door to get a sandwich and people are laughing and cheering, not all angry that, you know, they're stacked 15 people deep to order sandwiches. Yeah, usually you get some and, like, uh, yeah, so it's kind of nice to see there. this, uh, you know, maybe people are coming out of that COVID shell where they're no longer angry at the world and, and maybe we can find peace here soon. Maybe. I mean, Maybe. Peace, peace seems Whoa. elusive. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> peace seems elusive, but yeah, I didn't you know, know we were talking about peace. I'm always I was, hopeful. I didn't, I didn't see the ending coming there. Well, you know, I, I did just get shop, off a it's few, lunch. like, <laughs> Grateful Dead, Dead & Company shows. So maybe yeah. I'm just, like, thinking of that whole be kind to everyone. You're channeling, right? Jerry. I get it. I don't know. You I got that it. kumbaya track it. playing, right. huh? Yeah. yeah. 
it's been fun. That's probably better than the alternative, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, Brian, what are you excited about in the next, I don't know, few months? Oh, man. Anything? Uh, yeah, everything. There's so many good things here in the next few months in, in Michigan. Um, you know, we have trout season still kick kicking. Uh, our hex has just got started here on the board of banana on the upper Manistee. Um, so that we're hearing great reports from that. Um, we finally got some rain, although we could use some more. So I'm looking forward yeah. to a good July and August with some smallmouth. And then, uh, gosh, if we had a fall, like we did last year for our migratory fish, uh, that would be fantastic. I don't think we've had a good steelhead year like that in probably 10 or 12 years. So I'm super pumped up about that. And A lot uh, of good stuff coming. A lot of good things. Mm-hmm. A lot of good things coming. Um, so. so as always, we'll have some fun videos that Matt will be putting together. And, fun stuff. Uh, fun, fun fly tying stuff. So, yeah. yeah. Well, what about uh, you, Matt? What are you looking forward oh, to? Geez. Yeah. Summer's, summer's great because we have a lot more flexibility. To get some stuff to take care of. It's great. Summer staff. Because we have a great summer staff. We got tons of people that come back. We have new one, you know, new employees that are excited to learn and meet all of our customers Mm -hmm. and build those relationships, which is that's what it's all about. That is what it's all about. Uh but I got I got a few trips here and there. Just excited to be able to get out here and there and enjoy the summer. I'm excited to go up and go to Beaver Island and go to Beaver Island. Yeah, that's right. We better. We're gonna look at the calendar right after this. I already have it reserved in the calendar to go in July. There you go. Oh, you do. Yep. Is that what that NA is? Yeah, that's what the NA is. No, I was wondering about that. Yeah. Not available. Rich, as we wrap up, what is the best way for uh, people to learn more about Squala? Well, they should come into your shop if they're local, obviously, and go to your websites and all that stuff, or they can go to squallafishing.com and check us out and see what we're up to and. and see what we're trying to do in the fly fishing space. And hopefully we're having some fun doing it. I know I am. And uh, all of you all seem to be having a good time as well yeah. with it. So we're yeah, uh, we're pretty excited. Hope people can come in and check us out and, and just give it a hand feel and put it on. You're going to love it. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Rich. We yeah. Appreciate awesome. It's it. been Thank you, great. Yeah. You know, hanging out having with you some, last Friday, hanging yeah. out yeah. today. This we had some great. fun. Yeah. We watched. We had some good people watching on the river briefly. We did. We good did. stuff. There was some good I, hex hatch. I'm done. Yeah. I feel like I've done everything. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So, you, uh, you have done. We had an employee <laughs> earn a new nickname. Oh. Yeah. Curly. Curly. Uh, nice. Uh, you know, your knots come back curly with no fly attached. Oh, it's wow. <laughs> oh boy. I oh. can't wait to hear the story behind this one. <laughs> yeah. We'll uh, we'll come. Maybe we'll t- talk about it during our hex podcast. Right. Right. Well, the post hex. Post hex season. The post hex apocalypse. Stay tuned for that one. Yeah, stay tuned for that. Thanks one. again, everyone. Uh, we'll see you next time. See you soon.